The Vale Podcast. Local people telling local stories. For Mildura Living Magazine. I always laugh when that intro says local people telling local stories and then think about the person sitting in front of me. How are you, Mayor Liam Wood? What? I have no <laughs> idea what that's supposed to mean. Well, surely. <laughs> the amount of stories you could tell. I've got heaps of stories. Your, I just can't tell any of them. I was going to say, but you could tell them. Like if we were going to do a candid series of and disguise your voice, you would have millions of stories being in the industry that you you work in, wouldn't or, you? Or maybe just when I'm about to bow out, I just unleash. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> is that on the cards already? <laughs> oh, here we go. This is always... Don't avoid the question. Don't the, be a politician. Is that is, on the cards already? Yeah, of course it is. Is it really? No. 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 Okay. You're being cagey. No, no. I'm putting my hand up to go around again. Oh, so good. You'll have to... Hopefully, you'll have to wait till next year till I tell the goss. Oh, go round again. Well, Another ha- four years. Or to no, go round again as mayor. No, as mayor. Yeah, right, okay, yeah. good. No. Four- so that's official? Is that a scoop? Are we hearing this for the first time? On the pod, yeah. Yeah, well, on the pod, obviously. <laughs> Do your fellow councillors know this? Um, I don't think I've really spoken about it, no. Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah. You get rid of all the competition before they even start thinking about it potentially. Isn't that how you're supposed to go? <laughs> well, yeah, usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, I'm loving it at the moment. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'm ready to finish up yet. So It's quite addictive, isn't it, the it, mayoral role? Yeah, it is. And it's also, I guess, because you are in that role to – you're at the forefront all the time. You're mm. at the coalface. So it is actually, you know, you do get to go see everyone and, and talk to everyone and hear different stories. And, and I think you'd be able to, you can kind of, you feel like you can achieve a little bit more. So it is addictive, yeah. Mm. Mm. What's your what's your favourite part thus far? Because I reckon it's, it takes a year. And I've said this for as long as I've been interested in and or on council. It takes you at least a year to find your feet as mayor, I reckon. Yeah, and I think that was that was one of the first things that people said. They always kept saying, you know, what's your long-term goal, what's your ambitions and all that sort of stuff. So it was really just about building relationships again, um, especially after COVID and things like that. People had got used to the screen and all those sort of things. So getting out and seeing everyone in the community and also the relationships between council, community and councillors, mm. well, that, that, that needed work as well. So mm. I think that's kind of where the first year's really gone. Yeah. Is, is to say good day to everyone, hear what they've got to say, and then that's the foundation of okay, let's let's mm. put some wheels in motion and get some things done. So within Mildura Rural City Council, is it one year mayoral terms or is it two year mayoral terms? There's an option for one or two, mm. but um, I'm not sure if there's ever been they've voted for two years. Yeah. I think you know the decisions get made from year to year, and yeah. that's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah, I think Swan Hill's much the same, but well, I think the other thing is too we had. So, you know, we've got six new councillors out of out of nine, so mm. you, you, you're finding your feet the first year, so you, you don't necessarily want to commit. Mm. <laughs> and, and especially if I'd have been... Just in case there's buyer regret. First up, people might have been going, geez, we need to, how do we get out of this two-year yeah. deal? Yeah, well, that's true too. <laughs> well, that is very true. Well, it's good to hear you going around again. It's a yeah. bit of consistency and a bit of stability for council too. Yeah, that's right. And I, think, I just think that, you know... Like I said, the foundation's been built now and hopefully get some runs on the mm-hmm. board. And I've always said that I'm going to do four years and that's that's it. I'm going to get in and get out and yep. try and do as much as I can as possible. And I think, I think I've 
I've pretty much lived up to that. Yeah. But um, having that end date, I think, makes you work a little harder yeah. too. That's why I was surprised when you said yeah. you were going to go round again. I went, hang on a minute, we're only halfway through this one. No. You're already saying you're going to go round again. No, yeah, right. no. Yeah, so that, that end date makes me work a little harder, I think. Yeah. No, knowing that it's, it's not forever. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, you're probably a bit more focused too when it's not a, a career path. And you're not in it, you know, as a career counsellor or a career politician. Yeah, and that's the thing. At the moment, I've got plenty of time to do it, and, mm. it, and it is taking up plenty of time, mm. um, which I'm enjoying. Mm. But that may change down the track, and mm. I don't want that to be a decision that I have to make, you know, halfway through a tenure or whatever it is that, you know, I'm finding it difficult to find time. So while I can do it, I'll do it, and, and then that'll be it. Mm. It is a full-time job being there, though, it's, 100%. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think it's probably even more so coming out, like I said, coming out of COVID because people are being able to have those functions and those meetings and all that sort of stuff that they haven't been able to have beforehand. So, yep. and they really do it is catch up football. So mm. they are having them all mm. in, in October, sh- it seems. <laughs> And every event and everything else. Yeah, there is something on. Like we've been trying to find a few dates to have events and things for the upcoming election. There is something on from Wednesday to Sunday every weekend from now till Christmas. Just throw a dart at the calendar. Well, that's exactly – that's what we're kind of doing now. Thursday afternoons yeah. is kind of the go. And and that's – and that's you know, that's a great thing to see things come to fruition as well. Mm. You know, we spoke about the, the just even in the event sector – um, through COVID about how, how that recovery is going to look and I think it's come back, you know, tenfold. And, yeah. And the events team in council and, and MRD and council as itself um, have really pushed that and, and it's showing. Yeah, it is. And it's uh, the f- major event that we had at the Mildura Sporting Precinct, what, two weeks ago now? Yes. On, more than a week ago. <laughs> it's all a bit of a blur to me because of various well, reasons. Well, technically it's, it's Wednesday today but it is Friday. Yes, but the uh, the event was amazing. The mm. SFL Grand Final, SFNL Grand Final was uh, unbelievable. And I think um, to the people that did believe in it right from its um, from the starting point, they knew that it was going to come out like this. Mm. But it's great to see that the change of minds and the change of hearts and, and everyone embrace it and, and have a fantastic time. Well, not everyone's embraced it. You still see the negative comments and they're still getting around. No, no, I've cleared, cleared them <laughs> off the cuff. <laughs> Your negativity is not wanted here. That's right. But it was a magnificent, and there was a little bit of nervousness beforehand with regard to parking, seating, all that kind of stuff. But I think when you walked in, like we literally drove in, I mean, we were early because we had our under-13s playing at 9 o'clock, but we drove in, were directed to a park, Fair enough, it was in like Irimple, but that's okay. <laughs> we got a park. It was back at number one over, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But that's okay. We got a park and it was easy. And then you walked in and saw that pitch and that was the showstopper. Yeah. Without word of a lie, walking in and seeing that turf, you kind of went, oh, this is a real footy ground. Yeah, and I think that was a, that was a bit lost in the initial decision, I think, was mm. the fact that we are here to watch the best possible game that we can – possibly watch and that is on the best ground Mm. regardless of you know what was going on around in the background you had the best courts and you had the best oval to make sure you had the best netball game and the best footy game now the netball courts let's discuss them oh here we go and you know what i'm i love playing indoors so it doesn't bother me i ditched my netball shoes and so does the top 
Australians. Exactly, that's right. They, you they can pretend playing. like you're playing Suncorp Super Nipple. Like, that's right. who doesn't love playing indoors? It was some of the girls, and I don't know whether it was the it was netball shoes because I ditched my netball shoes toward the end of the season because I didn't like them. So I was wearing running shoes. I didn't find the surface slippery at all. Some of them did, but can you talk to us about the climate in there? Because it's really warm. Well, this is the thing. I think, and, and I walked in there too, and it was it was really warm as well. Mm. They've, they've they've dropped it down um, a few notches, but <laughs> have I, but, they? <laughs> but, I, but I think the issue is is when you have um, a great spectacle like that, mm. you actually need to drop it down further because yeah. everyone is a battery mm-hmm. and a heater. Correct. And, and when you've got a thousand people watching a game, yeah. you've got a thousand heaters in there. Yeah. So I think that needs to be looked at, that's for sure. So true or false, it's being kept at a constant temperature because of the boards? Not that I know of. Okay, interesting. No, I think there was um, talk about it with the basketball league Mm. that has just happened Mm. and it was at 22 degrees Mm. and they've actually dropped it down to 20 or 19. Okay. So I I don't – I haven't heard that situation about – Yeah, okay. Interesting, because I mean, there has been many rumours flying around, around the grand final. One of the others that I heard was it's like Bikram Nipple. <laughs> really, mate. We went to train there yeah. on Tuesday. You pay, you pay money for that. <laughs> I know we did pay money for that. <laughs> we went to train. It was very effective, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, could it be keeping the temperature up to sell more bottles? I don't know. But we had to train there on the Tuesday before the grand final, and during the warm up, and I'm a sweaty wildebeest anyway but the other girls that are not that way inclined were warm within the first 30 seconds so it's good for that but you know all in all i really enjoyed playing indoors yeah and you got to remember um pretty much every game that i've been to i have um the sfnl grand final Mm. it's been one of the hottest days for the Correct. F- to start of the year, yep. which it wasn't this time, but yeah, I've I've seen some thirty degree days in outdoor outdoor netball courts and things like that. So, well, you're getting roasted anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, even that the first, the second semi final at Merbane, it was warm that day. Mm. It was well, really I think, warm. I think the good thing is is the ability to to move on that situation. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, it's and that's the thing. It's 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 moving into a new house. It's got teething issues. <laughs> So, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a big house. You go to plug in the toaster and the PowerPoint's <laughs> not where it's supposed to be. But, but you move, Not if you build with a good builder. You move those things around. And um, and that's the thing about the, the grand final as well. That was, everyone's got to remember that decision was made not to go there. So mm. we expedited all the building and construction for the AFLW, which was the next project. Yeah. Um, and then to go, uh, no, it's coming <laughs> Actually, back. It's yeah. coming back. Yeah. It was a mad scramble. Like mm. the, the the hills got built in a week. They mm. got grassed in a week thanks to Aussie and um, the team and and King Construction. They've done amazing job as long with Chelsea and Kate to to kind of um, roll with the punches and and turn left and right and mm. and everywhere in between. And it and it came out. That was the thing as well. Like the surface was amazing, but to also come into a bit of a cauldron spectacle yeah. rather than spread out like yep. it usually is mm. was um, a, a great spectacle and mm. there's some great photos and and everyone like I walked through there uh, around lunchtime and everyone you know like people were coming and going and going into the netball and coming back out and mm. yeah so it was great. It was good to have it so close. Yeah, really good. Mm. Yeah, uh, with the indoor courts there, there is plans to put in the sort of the concertina grandstand seating, isn't there? 
Yeah, that's been a really long process um, and there's been many options as well and there's also dealing with um, Mildura Basketball Association on corporate boxes mm-hmm. um, and they're dealing separately with um, King Construction because yep. they're part paying for for them. Um, but the the concertina um, seating is a real... It's, it's an important issue and to get it right mm. because it's a big spend, yeah. but it's a really, really important mm. situation. And I think they're just not happy with the amount of seating for the funding that they're getting at the moment, um, as well as, you know, the difference of rollouts and things like yeah. that. So they'll, they'll get it right um, and hopefully it'll come soon. Mm. Okay. So will we, and this is maybe not a question that you can answer, but when it comes to start of September next year and the forecast is for three inches of rain, because the, the outdoor courts will be built by then, yes? They're, I just drove past them the other day and they've got, mm. the, they've got the surface on them. They're Was it ready. you that said they wouldn't be ready by round one next year? No. Who no, told me that? No, they, well, they definitely got that wrong. Yeah, they because, certainly have that wrong. Because they were talking, I think they've come quicker than they... Had expected? Yeah, because yeah. I think it was the start of October they were talking about they were ready to go, but I drove past literally yesterday and the blue courts are down. Oh, they're down? Yeah. Because huh, someone said to me they won't have them ready before round one next year, and I nah, thought, oh, nah. surely that's – okay, so if they're, they'll be ready then. Yep. If we come to the start of September next year and those three inches of rain forecast, will it be indoor netball grand finals again, do you think? It'll be purely up to the choice of the SFNL, right. what they want to do. Okay. And hopefully they do have it inside because yeah. because by then the seats will be there. It will be a, a show court. You yeah. know, it'll be fantastic. And, yeah. I, and I think at the end of the day, like, that's, you know, what the top grade play on and, mm. and, and so should we. Mm. Yeah, because obviously we're elite athletes. That's and right. we should be. It was a good game. Did you watch any of the netball? No, I didn't. But mm. I, heard, I heard I was watching updates because I had to – we had to fly to Canberra. To, oh, that's right. Oh, so you yeah. didn't even get to st- stay for I the day. St- got, got there and stayed for an hour and a half and had to get on a plane uh. yeah, to, to really sunny Canberra. I'm sure. Freezing Cam- cold and yeah. blowing a gale. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you love Canberra, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, why I don't think I'll ever become a career politician. If I have to go there, that's, that's I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, probably fair enough too. Um, but the the A grade netball was a fantastic game. I heard it was a belter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The B grade, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say on that. <laughs> not so much. Uh, I didn't stay for the rest of the footy, but the hill was good. Let's talk about the hill really quickly. Mm. Did you go up there for a beer at all? No, I didn't. No, no, <laughs> no beers. But I did go up there to yeah, yeah. say good day to everyone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's that's that's in a. I think it's in a great spot. Mm. Is uh, there going to be seating around? Is there plans for a grandstand at some point? Yeah, there's a plan for a, a grandstand that'll hold um, between two hundred and three hundred, okay. and that's directly on the end of the basketball stadium. So, oh right. So that'll be between where the, the, the bar hill. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be actually on the end of the basketball stadium. Great. So that'll yeah. be and that'll be covered. Oh, terrific! Yeah, so excellent. All, all weather. Well, that's good. Mm. Given the amount of events that we have got coming up now, Kings of Leon, that's after the AFLW or is it before? The week after. The week. Okay, so we've got a few on the cards. So you've got the AFLW game. Yep. uh, Which will be fantastic. Yeah. And I'll try and get Courtney Wakefield in before that game. Yeah. Uh, How many are we expecting at that? The AFLW, mm. 5,000. Okay. They're, they're, they're expecting 5,000. I think there was about 1,000 tickets sold in the first week. So yeah, okay. It's, it's got 
it's got good mileage so far. Mm. So, what about Kings of Leon? How many tickets are sold for that? I think there's around ten thousand. Whoa! Yeah, but, and that, is that on the ground? That that the stadium, the actual stage is not on the ground. Well, where is it? So closest to where the change rooms are. Okay. The goalposts will be taken out. Right. And the stage will be there. So if you don't want to be too close to the action, the hill would be a perfect spot. Yeah, it would be a perfect. Yeah. Is that where the bar will be again? There'll be several bars, I think, okay. yeah, but one of them will be there, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I'm, I'm imagining you have to have the red line, like for liquor licensing and stuff, those red lines yeah. will have to exist all the time, yeah? Yep. Yeah, okay. yep. So, no, that, and they expect it to ramp up again towards, you know, from October to the date, yep. the, the ticket sales, so mm. it's going to be crazy. It will be crazy. Crazy awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. Uh, no, it will be it will be amazing. My only thought, and this is probably from a, the council point of view, putting a concert on that magnificent turf. Yeah, well, apparently and having it ripped up. You only it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. You have to wear high heels, and that's to, aer- to aerate, aerate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's right. right. Mm. That's Aussie stipulation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably I, fair I, enough. I mean, there's there's concerts all over the world on on. On great grounds, you know, we've had Eddie Ed Stadium, MCG. Um, yeah, they Oval. also have staff of a couple of hundred people, though, to curate those grounds. Yeah. How many has Mildura Sporting Precinct got? One? Yeah, he's Two. really good at it. Yeah, though. I know. Clearly, he's really good yeah. at it. Yeah. He's, he's, I think but he's there's been sleeping, one of you. I think he's been sleeping out there, actually. <laughs> I don't know how Kyra's going at home by herself, but he's doing a bloody good job. Yeah, he's doing a great job, but she is after that, after a concert, mm. like any venue. Well, you got to think. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, there's gonna, yes, it's going to have high traffic, but it's going to have 10,000 people on it for five hours, mm. and then, you know, that's mm. it. But um, even even the even the kids' ground, the junior ground, is everyone rants and raves how good that surfaces as well. So. Mm. And, <clears throat> and the next one, the next oval, the lights have gone up. And I saw that. It's, it's, it's really oh, I know. It's, just all full steam ahead. Yep. Yeah, irrigation's in, ready to go, so that's not far away either. That's, again, that, I feel like that's happened really quickly. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, I think that's, you know, it's stage two mm. um, and that's, you know, local builders and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it's um, it's... It's the next thing and it's got to be done, they reckon, mid-June. You know, most of it will be finished. Mm. So uh, it's not far away. You've got to yeah. get skates on. The um, squash courts are, as I know, slabs down. And oh, there's squash courts to come too. Indoor squash courts. Do you play squash? No. <laughs> Can you? Because I, I always wonder about squash. I was thinking, why don't you pump the ball up? <laughs> it's half flat. Have you never... <laughs> But you can cut, you can get different. Yeah, but I go to hit balls. it. It goes, un, it goes under my racket all the time because it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the ball's fault because it doesn't bounce enough. That's Is right. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's, whoever designed that game, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> squash was big in the eighties. Well, uh, for a certain maybe that's section we can, of the population, maybe that's what we can bring back the, the the pull the socks right up and wear a headband. Maybe and away we go. Cool. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Like make it cool again. Yeah. Yeah. How many squash courts are going in? Uh four. Ah. Uh, yeah, four, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. With glass viewing mm. doors and stuff. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. is really reminiscent to the old squash centre. That's right. Isn't it? Yeah. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. And, and then there's beach volleyball to come after that too. <laughs> Are you going to play beach, beach volleyball? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what would be the best launch for this? And you can take this to council, see what they say. One of the best scenes in cinematography history Includes beach volleyball. And I'm talking about the beach volleyball Top Gun scene. Yeah. 
Yeah. To launch the beach volleyball courts, could we hire some lookalikes of Maverick, Goose, Hollywood, Nice Man to recreate that scene, do you think? I reckon you'd find a few gooses, but (laughs) (laughs) nothing to do with the the actor. (laughs) Well, yes. Yeah. True. So good idea or not? Yeah. Well, to try and get Martin Horson out there in his uh, in his jeans and no shirt on, we'll see how we mm. go. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, look, I'm sure he would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he loves engines and things, so there you go. Yeah. But, very far removed from beach volleyball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, no, I, I think that's going to be a fantastic thing as well. Yeah. And it's and it's something that we don't have, so <laughs> well, we're a long way from the beach. Uh, well, <laughs> aren't we? We've also got the only beach that's got inland beach that's got a um, lifesaver. This is true. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're full of weird. So why wouldn't you put things. it out there on the beach? Oh well, I, now you're asking questions. <laughs> I don't have answers to. And if, <laughs> Those and common do, sense questions. And if I do have the answers, I'll be making them up. <laughs> That's all right. We're happy for you to make them up. I'm recording this, oh, so it's on the yeah, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, there is a state election coming up. I don't know if you're aware there's a state election coming up I in November. I have heard. Yeah. Yes, I have heard this. Mm. So where is council at? Like most councils will get together like their advocacy priorities, what they want from whoever wins seats and governments, blah, blah, blah. Where's Mildura at with with that kind of stuff. You've been in Canberra recently advocating to the federal, the new federal government, haven't you? Yeah, that's right. And we've, we've been working with actually the Murray River group of councils to, yep. um, you know, form a bit of an amalgamation and a team of uh, six councils. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just, as I said, uh, the SFNL grand final flew up there. <laughs> what? The SF- <laughs> SF- <laughs> you know. Oh, I didn't realise S- Charlie F- was here. NL. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's not an easy one, is so, it? No, it's not easy no, to say, especially sorry. Especially if you've said it 17 times beforehand. <laughs> yeah, they're right. Yeah, yeah, so we went up there and, and caught up with the new ministers um, in the departments that we thought, you know, needed the advocacy for our region, um, which is, you know, water, connectivity, renewables, yep. um, workforce. Mm-hmm. So, and we'll be doing that with um, Spring Street as well. Yeah, great. So, probably in about three weeks we'll go again. Mm-hmm. Um, the group of councils has got an advocacy team mm-hmm. for the first time, which is fantastic. So they'll be working with us for three months yep. um, on those issues, mm-hmm. and it's and and that's been a huge help because it's about finding where you know there is money and where there isn't, mm. and it's also who to see and who not to see, and also if you are finding roadblocks. How do you get around them and yep. potentially see someone else? Because mm, you can run into roadblocks often Yeah, with yeah. different issues. So who's on the advocacy team? Who makes up that? It's um, a group called Council House. Okay. They're a private actor. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, many of them are made up from, um, you know, ex-chief of staffs of ministers and things like that. So they're a knowledgeable team. Yeah. And they've also got their foot in the door. Mm. With the connections mm. and that, and that's the biggest, the biggest yeah, hurdle. It. So it's, they've been a huge help, mm. and um, hopefully we can get some good results for any of the councils that are involved. Yeah, that's great. Mm. That's a good bold move by yeah. Murray River Group of Councils. Yeah, yeah, good one, good one. So, what are the priorities coming into the like, just for Mildura? What are the priorities for the state election? Well, I think I think both state and federally, the the workforce issue is a, mm. is, is a massive issue, and we'll keep um, banging that drum um, about opening up the borders and bringing back the the visas and all that sort of stuff. 
um, and also making sure that you know they they know that we are the food ball of Australia. Mm. Um, that's there's there's no skirting around that issue. And what do those figures look like if we were working at a hundred percent capacity and hundred percent workforce? Mm. So that's a huge one. The connectivity stuff is you know the NBN. You know, there's a lot of people working from home, you know, businesses. If we want to try and get people to the region and all that sort of stuff, that is the first hurdle um, in in the workforce and it's also the first hurdle in tourism. Mm. You know, you get people that are used to great connectivity and they come up here and go, geez, what the hell's going yeah. on? I, you know, <laughs> I lost service halfway and here. And especially if mm. you have kids, you know mm. that you need mm-hmm. good internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have screaming people on your hands. That's right, in yeah. the back seat, yeah. which is not pleasant. No. No. So that's a big one, and obviously the the huge one is renewable energy. Mm. Like we know that um, the federal government has to reach forty three percent somehow, mm. and we're in a great spot, yeah, to do it. Mm. So that'll be hopefully that's a giving them an, a solution to their problem yeah. rather, rather than asking them to fix our problems. Are we talking about hydrogen more and more now? Yeah, that's a huge one. Yeah. That's a huge one on the cards. And mm. um, Emric, the Madrid Regional Innovation Hub, have mm-hmm. um, done some amazing things in that regard. Mm. So that's very much on, on Federal's radar as well. So hopefully we can get some ministers up here. That's yeah. that's the main thing, is yep. to get them to visit the region and see what, what mm. we're about. But if we get down the renewable energy path mm. and we're talking solar, the next best thing is... Well the, next, well, the next option is hydrogen that comes from that. Yeah, that's right. And then that's the transport industry, which we know is mm. only getting bigger and bigger with the trucking industry and things like that's that. That's true. And I actually had a meeting with a uh, truck driver slash trainer this morning about all the issues around trying to find truck drivers at the moment. And it's just... It's it's compounding daily mm. because it's a staffing issue. It's a regulatory issue. It's, um, you know, we'll go down the freight freight issue yeah. with with um, train versus truck. Mm. Um, it, it's massive. And, and at the end of the day, because unemployment's at such a low rate, you know, why would you spend time away from your kids and your family and, and spend, you know, hours and hours on the road mm. to be um, crucified through regulation and things like well, that, that when and you get pulled, right. pulled over? And yeah. So they find different options and... Mm. And it's just a, a, a gaping hole. Yeah, it is. And things like, I mean, the things like the the nil trailer interchange and things like that have made a difference for the the Adelaide route. But gee, there's so many issues around trucks now. But again, they're carrying. Fra- it doesn't matter what we talk about, whether we're talking about housing supply, whether we're talking about healthcare. They're the ones carrying the supplies. Like we can talk about healthcare as much as we want, but if we haven't got the band aids and the you know the cotton balls. Yeah. To put in the hands of nurses and doctors, then we're in some real like everything's connected. That's uh, right. That's right. And, mm. and and the other thing is too, like the regulation stuff, you know, they mm. they get pulled over and, and they're and they're, you know, solely responsible for a truck that they don't own. That's right. You know, you get a sixty thousand dollar fine and that's that's you know even the threat of that is just you know It's insane. Sending people away from yeah. the sending people away from the industry and you know, there's not there's there's never been a time that I've lived in Mildura that I've seen a, a billboard with, you know, we need truck drivers, you know, yeah. that's an advertisement. Yeah, out, that's right. Out near the airport. Mm. Like, I've never seen it before. Mm. And it's just show highlights what's going on. That's right. G1 have had that sign on their yeah. gate, I reckon, for five years now. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And they're about to, all there's proposals up to change licensing rules now, mm. which will make it 
longer for people to get licensed and you have to be older now, which is just crazy. Yeah, that's a that's a real issue. The other, the, the you know going down the the age equity stuff. Mm. And, and like, I'm not sure what that's about, but um, I don't know. My dad was driving semi trailers to Melbourne when he was 14, like back in the back in the 60s and 70s. You know, they well, were driving trucks. Well, there's an argument for all of it. You know, there's mm. you know your reflexes and all that sort of stuff would probably peak it when you're 16 years old. You yeah, know, that's why you get such good sports stars <laughs> at such young. Mm. But yeah, I don't think that should come into it. No, That's, it's and you and you and you're minimising the pool, which yeah. In in every other regard, they're trying to maximise the pool. They're trying to get retirees back and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And you and in in that sector, you're trying to minimise it. Yeah, especially is. in the ag sector, and that's where a lot of the you know those truck drivers will come from. Even if it mm. is just the family trucks that are being run, mm. they've been driving for a long, long time. Anyway. That's nothing that you can do anything about, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> no, no. Just so you're aware of it. <laughs> I just feel for the industry. There you go. That's yeah. my statement. <laughs> Great. Thanks for your comments. <laughs> what else has been going on at Council? Um, we've been uh, talking about um, youth. We've been dealing with the Youth Parliament and Council a yeah. fair bit, which yeah. is which is fantastic and a you know space that I r- really want to push mm. um, in in the time that I have left because they do have some fantastic ideas and also. There's a major hole in that in that era when they you know reach 18 and they go away and then mm. hopefully they eventually come back. But it's you know you need to go to the source when you're going to come up with solutions. So that's a really exciting space. We you know so we've dealt with them a, a couple of times and and hopefully they'll become a type of advisory committee that that talk to council all the time. So mm. that's a really exciting one. Then the hands up Mally stuff that they're doing in the youth youth um, areas is pretty special and I've got to be a part of a couple of those things lately. So that's exciting as well. Um, yeah, just just trying to work with that space yep. is, is probably at the forefront of what I'm thinking at the moment. Yep. Do you have much to do with Yakvik? No, what's that? Uh, oh, here you go. Youth, Youth Affairs Council Victoria. No. Right. So uh, I had to sit down with them last week, actually. They do a lot of good stuff, um, a lot of great stuff, actually, heavily involved with, with councils and different organisations all over. But um, they're doing a Voices to Parliament day in early October. Um, so that might be something you could get involved in. Who well, knows? Well, hopefully someone at the other end in Parliament yeah. is listening on that day. Well, that, that, And that's the biggest thing, I yeah. think. You know, they come up with some fantastic ideas. They're well and truly entrenched in what the community is about. Mm. They um, they have the same issues, the same problems. Mm. Um, so why shouldn't they be listened to? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so it's a good day. It's a good good initiative and I'll get involved if I can mm. uh, on that day or maybe a week later. We'll see because everything's online now these days. You know, the kids like to do things online, which is Well, that's another – well, that's actually a quick one that I'd like to talk about. Well, that's one thing that I've – spoken to um, council staff and things and, and you know how do we change the game of, of council um, time spent mm. into invoking more people to have the option to go for it because it is conducive to um, you know you you're either semi-retired or retired or self-employed mm. um, so how do you open that scope up um, just to have provide the option to to get more people to run so yeah. that's that's, that's an interest of mine as well. Mm. Yeah, it is interesting because it does take – like it's time-consuming, especially if you then do go on to be mayor. It's a full-time job. But even as a, a, a counsellor, to have an employer that is okay with you to be gone for a day here, half a day there, and it's consistent. Like over COVID, yeah, okay, everything was done online. But, 
and I think that's changed a little bit. There's a lot more things that you can do at your desk, but still, it takes you out of your job for hours every week. Yeah, correct. So. And, and there's some there's some massive um, chunks of your time. You know, mm. our forum goes generally from twelve o'clock in the afternoon to six o'clock at night. Mm. So yeah, get get an employer to go. Excuse me, I'm yeah. just yeah. I'm going to take half a day I'll, off I'll every just, week. I'll just duck off for six hours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So how do we change that? And you know, talking about forum, do we mm. do we put them in you know videos for an mm. hour each time, and then they can watch them in their own time, and then come back and we'll have a discussion for an hour. Yeah. So those that that stuff interests me about cha- mm. changing the game a little bit, so it allows more people to have mm. a crack at it. Yeah, nice. Mm. Well, you got another couple of years to work on that. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Just. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming in today. It's been much appreciated. It's always good to come in here and have a bit of a giggle and talk about some stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame that you can't make our trivia night tonight. Well, uh, that's yeah, that's the short week. We've been moved the council meeting tonight. so Maybe next week then? Next, next week. Next Wednesday? Next week. Because we on. do this every... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's being recorded. That's on the record. And just let you know, if I'm on your team, you will lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just to let you know that we invite everybody and anybody, and they don't necessarily have to contribute too much in the way of trivia. Well, I tend to jump out of the blocks and go very well for the first half, and I might due, be due to alcohol consumption. I was going to say, you get dumber the more beers you have. <laughs> <laughs> tend to wane towards the end. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the same. Although it works, I find in pub sports often you get better the more beers you can oh, pull, like pull. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. But trivia, maybe if you've got an injury sub or something, you can <laughs> sub me out. We'll try. I think we've got a full table tonight, but we we need to plan these things. So next week you're in. Done. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much. We'll see you then. Thanks, Chad. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. Find more local stories in Mildura Living Magazine.